This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 164. This episode is brought to you by the Homeschool Style Company. If you need some new cute t-shirts to head out there this summer with your family, then check out the awesome accessories and t-shirts for every member of the family at the Homeschool Style Company. You can find them at 41more.com forward slash style. Welcome to episode 164. Of course, you can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 164. Today, I thought we'd chat about light summer homeschool ideas. It's officially June, and maybe you've jumped into your summer vacation already. Maybe you've put the homeschool books away. You're not really homeschooling year round. You need a break. Your kids need a break. But of course, you don't want everyone's brains going to mush this summer. So that's what we're going to talk about today is just a few ideas that you can incorporate. I know once we've hit Memorial Day weekend, we just had a graduation party for our second oldest that graduated from our homeschool. So yes, we have two out of the nest and three left in our homeschool for next year. Instead of growing by one kid every year that you know was kind of the way it was for a while, I'm now shrinking by one kid every year. So this is quite a different situation for me to only have three kids left at home come the fall. And so with older kids, we're definitely on a different plan in the summers. I hardly see everyone. They are all working working full time, you know, they're busy, they've got their activities. And so, you know, I need a break. We're not really continuing much, but I'm going to talk a little bit more from my experience when I had lots of younger kids, you know, K through eight and some ideas to do in the summer. Um, Because I just know some of you still want a few educational activities. You don't want to totally have a free for all, but you probably don't want your normal homeschool routine because I feel like Most of us do need a break, so it's okay to take a break. But I got the inspiration for this episode because I did hear from one of the lovely moms in the Homeschool Mom Collective, and she said, uh, she brought this up, I'll read you what she said, and then we will jump into the episode. So she said, just finishing up a couple of subjects and hopefully seamlessly transitioning into our summer schedule. We keep literature, some writing, and math, like fact sheets. And then she said, have you done much schooling in the summer? If so, what does it look like? What kind of prep is non-negotiable for next school year? Have you been able to find a rhythm or has the constant shift in grade levels prevented a rhythm? And these are some great questions. And I figured if she has these questions, you might have them too. So let's jump into answering this, um, this email and also just a few thoughts from my own experience and some thoughts that might help you as you plan for light summer homeschool ideas. 
So one of the best pieces of advice I can give you that's really not hard to do is just to make sure you keep reading all summer, whether this is read alouds or whether this is chapter books that your kids read on their own or picture books if they're younger, whatever it is, make sure everyone keeps reading. And this is really great. You know, if you spend a lot of time outside, they do need some downtime in the house or, you know, on the porch or whatever, and just encourage a lot of reading. You might want to get really great new piles of books from the library about topics they're interested in, kind of practice strewing and let these things be all over the place and let them find them and enjoy some reading time. Another great um, place for you to get awesome audiobooks is from Jim Hodges Audiobooks. And we have had Jim on the podcast before. And so definitely check out his site for some amazing ideas and options, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash audio. The other thing you can do is make reading fun this summer by having like a contest for your kids. How many books can they read? How many minutes can they spend reading? Whatever it is, you could make your own chart. You could use some of our cute summer themed repetition punch cards, which are really fun. And I'll link to them in the show notes. So I think everyone, no matter what age your kids are, that's kind of a non-negotiable. Keep them reading all summer long because that's going to really help them to not get their brain all, you know, lazy and that kind of thing. It'll keep them going all summer. Here's the next thing I would say. Summer is a great time for the messy or fun projects that you don't do during the year. Now, some of you feel like you're not artsy and you can't stand doing art projects with your kids and it's quite okay. And I want you to listen to the episode we did with Beth Harold, who she is the CEO of Outside the Box Creation and she has homeschool art boxes that you can have a subscription to, but she gave some really great ideas for non-artsy moms for including homeschool art. So I will link to that in the show notes as well, but I find this summer is a great time to fit in those extra things that you maybe neglected all year long. And the cool thing is you can take the mess outside usually. So that will help you not feel like your house is just getting to be a mess. Another thing that some of us skip a little bit during the year because it just feels like too much work might be science experiments. And so if you, again, if you can take them outside and collect all the necessary resources and materials, your kids can have a ton of fun doing this. Even if you just spend a week doing it and they just, you know, get it all out during a week and learn a ton, or this might be an ongoing thing they want to do all summer long. So look into those fun or messy projects that you haven't really kept up with during the year. Another fun idea is to pick one topic and recreate summer camp at home. I remember um, we had friends from college who their mom did summer camp for all the grandkids and they would all come to her house and grandma would, I think she might've called it grandma camp or something. And it was like themed and she did everything, you know, so much fun, like food prep and themed activities and crafts and all this stuff. You could do that at home with your kids if you want to. If this sounds fun, you might be able to even swap. Like maybe you could do a week or maybe just a couple days of a summer camp at home with say your kids. And maybe if you're you know, their cousins or local or friends, and then you can swap and the other mom could do summer camp at her house for a week and give you a break. That would be really smart. But this is a fun way to still do some activities, have some fun, learn new things. It doesn't have to be super educational. It can be totally 
crazy themed, right? But your kids will have fun and it'll give them something to look forward to. It might become a tradition in your house. Another great idea for light summer homeschooling is to do music lessons or music appreciation this summer. And so, you know, if you have a lot of little kids, if you have babies and toddlers that need to take naps during the day and you need something quiet for your older kids to do, you know, elementary age kids, then having some music time is really great. And this is where Squilt really comes in handy. We talked to Mary Prather back on another episode, which I will also link to. She has a great program where your kids will be learning about music and learning about composers. And she has some great ideas for incorporating music appreciation into your homeschool. So this is another one of those subjects where it might've been dropped this year because you just were too busy. You felt overwhelmed. Well, the summer is a really great time to pick up your music appreciation stuff again and spend some time, you know, on those rainy days where you need something in the house to do, or again, during nap time, or, you know, um, after you've been out swimming all day and you guys are tired, you just need something really relaxing. That's where music appreciation, you could do that in your day. Now, of course, Summer is all about lots of free play. And this is why most of us take a big break during the summer because we just want our kids to leave the house, go out in the yard, go out and play. And that is super important for kids of all ages. So of course, spend as much time as you can outside, grab some outdoor hours trackers, which I'll link to in the show notes, do hikes and trails and adventures in the beach, you know, whatever there is around you. Another great thing you can do is nature walks and scavenger hunts, nature journaling. That's a great thing to do in the summer when you see all the different flowers and um, trees and in bloom and, you know, the animals, whatever, like go ahead and spend some great time diving into nature studies if you really haven't done it well during the school year. There's nothing wrong with spending your summer kind of looking at things that you may have neglected. And then I was going to mention, you know, math review. That is a really good thing to do. It doesn't have to take a long time. You can make it fun. I'm sure there's a lot of apps and online options which make a game out of reviewing math facts, but the summer is a great time to shore up those foundations. If you're, you know, third grader learn multiplication this year and really struggled and you, you know, fourth grade is looming, you might want to spend the summer here, you know, really getting them good with skip counting. And I'll link to our skip counting printable pack and songs that we did because those have really helped us in our homeschool. But whatever the math is, you know, help your kids make it fun and go ahead and include some math review a couple times a week during the summer. Now, another thing I was would say about your summer, so those are some like educational ideas for your kids. Another thing I would strongly recommend for you as a homeschool mom is to prep and plan for next year right now if you haven't done it already, because you want to be able to put it all away and relax and enjoy your summer. For homeschool moms, I think the summer is a great time for some professional development. Find some of your favorite books that you've always wanted to read to kind of shore up your educational philosophy, get some practical solutions that you can implement in the fall. And I have had some great authors on the podcast. I will link to some of their shows in the show notes, and I recommend many of their books. I will also link to a great printable list of books for homeschool moms that you will help you decide, you know, it'll kind of categorize them for you. So some are philosophy-based, some are very practical, and so you can also find that list in the show notes. Now, I've mainly been talking about what to do if you have younger kids. And 
if you have older kids or teens that, you know, maybe they're not working full-time yet like mine are, but I think it can be a really great time in the summer for them to start a business, for them to explore entrepreneurship a little bit. So if you haven't grabbed it already, I want you to grab the Summer Business Brainstorm for Teens. It's in my members-only resource library at 41more.com forward slash library, but I will also put a link to it in the show notes where you can grab it. And then there are 20 themed freebies and activities and resources that I have gathered with my homeschool blogging friends just in time for summer learning. And I will link that in the show notes as well. And as I wrap up, let me give you one more piece of encouragement. So yes, you want your kids to kind of keep learning all summer. Of course, make it easy to implement. Don't be overwhelmed. If like the summer camp at home idea just makes you feel stressed, don't even listen to me say that. Like, don't do it. I probably would be the type where I wouldn't do that because that's too overwhelming for me. Some of you, For some of you, that sounds amazing. So go with what fits your style and your kid's style and, you know, leave the rest of the ideas. These are just meant to inspire you, maybe give you some things you hadn't thought about. But the one last thing I would say is really crucial to spend your summertime doing as a homeschool mom so that when you come to the fall, you're organized and ready is not only to make sure your plan is in place for the fall so you can just open and go when you start your first day of school. But also spend the summer while your kids are doing free time and free play and you don't have to worry about homeschooling, spend this time getting your home systems in order. Because if you can get your meal prep and your chore systems and your laundry and all of these little things in order, I know it feels overwhelming, but it's a great time to set up your home so that it flows, you know, efficiently, productively and smoothly during the homeschool year. And one last bit of support for you. If this all sounds great, but you need a little bit more structure, a little bit more handholding, maybe some ideas each month for what you should be doing in your home and homeschool to stay on track, then this is your invitation to join us in the Homeschool Mom Collective. You can find that at 41more.com forward slash membership. I hope this podcast has giving you a few ideas that you might be able to implement this summer to keep your kids still learning and enjoying, um, you know, investigating and learning new skills. Oh, one more thing. I just thought of this and I thought I wrote it down, but I just remembered. Another great thing to do in the summer is life skills. So if you have neglected to teach your kids how to do laundry or, you know, sewing, or maybe someone wants to learn to build a chicken coop, or they need to learn to manage, manage their money. This summer is another awesome time to do that because those are the type of things that fall through the cracks on a regular basis. Okay, I think I really am done now. I hope I've given you some ideas that you can implement this summer for just some relaxing learning throughout the next few months. Hey, I have a bunch of great new podcasts coming up with some interviews with really interesting people from all different backgrounds, and I think you're going to really love them. So make sure you keep an eye on the new podcasts coming out throughout the summer months. I hope they will really encourage and inspire you. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to check out the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 164. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.